1: Good morning, and that's right, you are listening to Dirt Radio. I am your host, Phil Evans, and we are coming at you live from the Kulin Nations down here in Nam, also known as Melbourne, on the stolen lands of the Wurundjeri people. Uh, Sovereignty was never ceded, and we send out big respect to all Elders past, present, and emerging. Today we're going to have a bit of a... uh, break from talking about the election for a little bit there's only two months to go uh in the lead up to the state election so exciting times and things are really coming to their head um regular listeners will know we've been talking about uh the forest campaign um the wonderful faux forest collective who are doing amazing work out organising communities, leafleting the entire seat of Brunswick in just a very, very short amount of time, amazing work, and fighting for the formation of the Great Forest National Park and the Emerald Link Reserve System in the lead up to the state election. Um, Regular listeners will also know that it is coming up to Walk This Way time, and coming up later in the show, we're going to chat to Anine Cummings, who is the Waste Campaigner and collective coordinator at Friends of the Earth Melbourne, um, a new collective looking and drawing the links between consumption and waste. Um, and that's going to be launched as part of the Walk This Way amazing sponsored walk fundraiser. We'll talk about that in a bit. First up, though, I wanted to have a little bit of a celebration on air uh of course, the wonderful Victorian frack ban, hashtag Vic ban, um, had another challenge to it um, in the courts. So, Gina Reinhardt backed Lakes Oil uh, had a court case battle to challenge the Vic Gas ban, um, and they lost. Hooray! I wish I had the little applause meter, um, but I don't have it on at the moment. Um, so, um, that's really good news. So, on Friday, we found out that Lakes Oil, which is part owned by Gina Reinhardt, lost a $2.7 billion court battle to sue the Victorian government for lost future earnings for the ban on unconventional gas mining, including fracking. Uh, Lakes Oil initiated the legal action in 2016 after the Andrew government's announced a permanent ban on unconventional gas mining in Victoria and following a parliamentary inquiry and a long-running community campaign. The community... Really, like, will not be intimidated by these multi-million-dollar companies who have repeatedly broken the trust of communities and now want taxpayers to pay the price for their failed business decisions. It just shows how out of touch uh, mining magnates like Gina Reinhardt are with the community, and that intimidation tactics of these corporate bullies are not welcome in Victoria. Uh, Victorian communities fought tireless for more than five years to secure Australia's first permanent ban on fracking and it's completely absurd that Lakes Oil, who invested in this risky industry, has disregarded democratic decisions taken by the Victorian people to protect land, water, climate and the future from invasive drilling. Lakes Oil has been fully aware of, and always was fully aware, of the community opposition for at least half a decade, and yet it continued to invest in the development of onshore gas, despite losing the social licence many, many years ago to operate in Gippsland. Community members who have been watching this court case closely for the last two years came out with relief. Um, And many of them uh, posted lots of pictures on social media um, with the lock the gate signs and the usual yellow out on parade uh, to really demonstrate the support for the Vic Gas ban. So overall, what we can see out of this court case is it sends a strong signals to other skates who are currently fighting the fracking industry. It proves that bullying tactics used by mining companies are weakened um, when the communities are united. So it's time for places like the Northern Territory, WA, to get on board with uh, Victoria and really bring an end to this destructive practice. So, great news there. Last Friday at the courts uh, with Gina Reinhart losing that $2.7 billion battle to sue the Victorian government over lost earnings for fracking. Couldn't happen fast enough as far as I'm concerned. Also, today we're going to talk about Walk This Way. Woohoo! Good times, good times. We love Walk This Way. It is a sponsored walk. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) So it's really exciting that it's coming up. And I make it play again. How about I make it stop instead? That's probably a little bit sensible. So, Walk the Way is coming. Uh, This year's theme, we're looking at rising sea levels, coastal erosion set to drastically alter Melbourne's Bayside communities knowing that we don't have much time to waste. That's right. So we're drawing the link between consumerism, climate change and waste. And I don't want to get too much into that because we do have a special guest coming up really soon. Anine Cummings, the Waste uh, and Consumption Collective Coordinator at Friends of the Earth Melbourne will be joining us in just a few minutes. But on Saturday, October 13th, Friends of the Earth is kickstarting this new waste and consumption campaign with Walk This Way. Last year, we may remember, we kickstarted our highly successful Sustainable Cities campaign, which has gone on to do amazing things in the last 12 months. This year, we're doing a community walk following Melbourne's iconic bayside tracks, 15 15 kilometres from Sandringham to St Kilda. Getting a bit tongue-tied this morning. Um, Walk This Away will draw the connections between consumption, climate change and waste, taking participants on a journey through the communities most at risk of climate change in Melbourne's Bayside community. The walk will also highlight climate change solutions being braced in the local area. Um, We know that waste is emblematic of our culture of consumption and consumption is a key driver of climate change. As well as serving as a gateway to the open ocean for much of our waste, our coastal communities are particularly vulnerable to the impacts of climate change suffering from rising sea levels and coastal erosion. If Melbourne is going to remain the world's most livable city, I think we might have got knocked off to number two place very recently. But if we're going to stay up the top, it's vital that we ensure the city is resilient to the impacts of climate change that are already locked in. The federal government's failure on climate change exposes communities to huge impacts such as heat waves, extreme storms and rising sea levels. And Friends of the Earth are passionate about raising awareness about climate change, about to work with communities to really see an end to these waste consumption and climate change drivers. So if you're interested in getting involved, you can come along. We'll be getting in Sandringham and finish up with a community picnic in St Kilda's Katani Gardens. Um, It's an opportunity for you to consider who our neighbours are, how they live, and their connection to the water that sustains us. We can work together to foster a better world, all while raising money for Friends of the Earth, much-needed funds. We run on the smell of an oily rag, um, or maybe we should say a... uh, there must be a better analogy to, to get out there. The post-fossil fossil fuel uh, analogy. So you can sign up right now on walkthisway.org.au. Um, jump onto Facebook and check out Friends of the Earth Melbourne. There is heaps of information. Um, sign up. Start collecting sponsors. um, post around, let your friends know what you're doing. I can tell you I'll be wearing a outfit entirely made of plastic collected around from my local community, saving that from ending up in the ocean. Um, See how much you can raise and it's going to be a fantastic day. Last year we had a total ball. So coming up in just a moment we're going to have a chat with Anine Cummings who is the Waste and consumption collective coordinator at Frenzy Earth Melbourne. But right now, let's hear a couple of community service announcements and we'll be back. We know you love our 3CR radical radio t-shirts and so do we. They're a bargain at $20 for adults and $15 for kids and come in black, white, grey, and a cool light blue. To nab one of these beauties, drop into the station at 21 Smith Street or order by phoning 9419 8377. Or you can visit us online at 3cr.org.au forward shop. Come on, you know you want one.
0: the Earth's Walk This Way is back. Join us on Saturday, October 13th on a sponsored walk of Melbourne's beautiful Bayside tracks to launch our new waste and consumption campaign and take action on climate change. Together, we'll walk 15 kilometres and raise $20,000 for Friends of the Earth. We will be highlighting key issues around climate resilience, rising sea levels and plastic pollution in our oceans. Getting involved is simple. Sign up online at walkthisway.org.au, get sponsored, Spread the word and get walking. Join us as we journey through coastal communities who are most vulnerable to the impacts of climate change. We'll finish up with a community picnic in the Katani Gardens in St Kilda. Friends of the Earth is a proud supporter of 3CR.
1: Yeah, we can't stop talking about it here at Dirt Radio on 3CR. Walk this way! It's exciting, it's coming up soon. Um and we are all going to be there. It is going to be great. Um so of course friends of the uh so so I don't even know what I'm trying to say now. 3CR, of course, relies on the uh, the support of community members to keep going, so it's really important to jump on and subscribe whenever you can get the opportunity to do so, and there's so many ways to do it. You can jump online at 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe and sign up there, or you can always give the station a call on 03 9419 8377 and subscribe over the phone. Not only does it support keeping shows on the air like Dirt Radio, but it also means that you can be part of the decision making on how 3CR is run. Community Radio, it's what it's all about. Joining me in the studio now is Anine Cummins, who is the Friends of the Earth Waste and Consumption Collective Coordinator That's <laughs> right. Friends of the Earth Melbourne. Good morning, Aneen. How Good are you? morning, Phil. Great. So we were just talking before, if listeners have just tuned in, um, about the Walk This Way uh, event coming up soon, which is to launch this exciting new collective at Friends of the Earth. Um, Maybe you can start by telling us um, waste and consumption. What's it all about? Sure. So I'm really excited to be here today to talk about...
0: Uh, What's a really important issue uh, that I think a lot of people are aware of, but may not have linked it specifically to all these other issues we're super passionate about. And they're all interconnected. So um, the thing that I'm really passionate about, I came to waste and consumption not because I'm a waste advocate, but because I was a climate change campaigner. And it became obvious to me that... Australia is really locked in this convenience culture. It's locked in this idea that we have to keep consuming at the rate that we're consuming. And we're consuming so much plastic and so many fast fashion items and so much e-waste. And it started to concern me that no one in the progressive space or really anyone is talking about it from a systemic viewpoint, is Mm. talking about all the different Institutions that are dealing with this stuff, you know, that we're not we're not thinking about the amount that we're consuming other than a few people freaking out um, about it. But but the the language seems to be, you know, I have to have my takeaway coffee in a 7-Eleven cup because it's convenient, et cetera, et cetera. So. So, yeah, so it's somehow this has grown up around us in the last, you know, 50, 60 years that um, it's it's completely unnoticed and invisible to the vast majority of people how much we consume and how much we assume we can walk into a takeaway food place and get plastic containers to take our food away in. When, you know, 50, 60 years ago, no one would have thought of that. You brought a pan to the takeaway food place and then you took the pan home and, and heated it up on your stove, etc. So. So it's become a real problem. It's grown really unwieldy, and it's actually having mass impacts that a lot of people aren't aware of. So that's a lot of what I'm looking at. Um, and I don't want to undersell how many people are concerned about this. Like there's lots of people doing mm. lots of individual actions, like Friends of the Earth Co-op, for example, has been around for 40 years and has been a, a leader in regards to lack of plastics around food and, um, and not having food waste and all that sort of thing but but what i'm talking about is more taking governments and institutions like supermarkets to account for the amount that they influence our culture and that the amount that they promote a wasteful society so that's what what we're planning to look at as a collective um so the a couple of statistics for people that like statistics.
1: Well, who doesn't love a few numbers uh, on a Tuesday morning? That's right. <laughs> um,
0: So basically, one of the things that really shocked me was every year, the waste we generate in Australia is growing at twice the rate of our population. Oh! So there's, there's tremendous problems with that. Obviously, landfills in urban areas are quickly filling up. Mm. Um, and the conversation is going to some frightening directions which i'm gonna steer away from right now because we're talking about walk this way and plastics and all that sort of stuff but Mm. but come to the collective if you want to talk more about that um but like specifically the things that i'm focusing in on like there's lots of stuff you could look at in the waste space there's fast fashion there's e-waste there's the Mm. recycling crisis you know where the heck is our you know our bottles and all that sort of stuff where are they going right now and i'm here to tell you it's based on what council you know so it's like the whole system's in chaos right now right Mm. which is why we need a unified systemic voice to talk about what we should be doing with all this stuff but but in terms of plastics um you know of the vast vast quantity of plastics that we use in australia only nine percent is recycled you know a lot more is potentially put into recycling but ultimately the amount that waste management companies actually turn into other plastics that people can reuse is 9%. It's ridiculous. Yeah.
1: I'm really shocked by that. I mean, you know, and, you know, like I'm conscious of the living in a bubble and the silo kind of thing, but, you know, everyone I know recycles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. You know, I I mean, I work at Friends of the Earth, so Uh, (laughs) it's getting a bit bubbly, but... You know, like I'm seeing like uh, uh, supermarkets phase out plastic bags and I'm shocked to hear that the growth is still so much and that so little is being recycled.
0: It's the demand for the recycled products at the end that's the problem. Um, So, for example, bottled water companies don't want to use recycled plastics for their water bottles because it changes the colour and there's also so much we don't know about plastics in terms of its toxicity. So like, yeah, anyway, there's lots and lots of problems with plastics. <laughs> um, like to go on from that, plastic takes a thousand years to break down. Oh. Right. It like it, it takes an extremely long time to break down. And in the process, it turns into microplastics, which are highly, highly toxic. And of course, this is what ends up in our oceans, because all trash eventually ends up in our oceans. Mm. You know, if it's on the street, it's going to end up in the water. And um and so these highly highly toxic microplastics look like krill. They look like little things that fish want to eat. So of course, then they eat it and then the fish is highly highly toxic. So beyond it being, you know, a moral issue that our our sea life is suffering, it affects us because once it comes back up the food chain, we're eating all this plastic. So there's there's all these kinds of reasons why we need to think seriously about our systems and why we're using so much plastics and what do we do with them and how do we recycle them and all that sort of stuff. So
1: Yeah, for sure. Mm. I'm kind of interested in this. I mean, a lot of listeners, I'm sure, at 3CR have bought themselves a keep cup, Mm. um, maybe have bought a wonderful metal straw so they don't use the single-use straws, taking the uh, calico calico bags down to the supermarket. So, I mean... Are there other factors that are driving the, the increase use of plastic?
0: Oh, gosh, it's mostly bottled water. So I don't think 3CR listeners are going to be like, this is the thing, right? The individuals that listen to 3CR or come to Friends of the Earth are already so aware of the impacts we're having on our planet. So the most of the people that come along to the collective are people who have already done everything they feel they can do as an individual. And so they're looking for something they can do to change the system because they recognize that even though they bring a keep cup everywhere and they don't accept plastic containers from takeaway and all these sorts of things, their workmates still do. Mm -hmm. And trying to have a conversation with their workmates, it's hilarious how much it's like talking about climate change, right? Because their workmates are totally blind to the impacts that they're having on the planet when they get a takeaway coffee cup, you know and and their defense is it's convenient. Yeah. So so there's there's a whole change in the conversation that needs to be happening as a culture. Um, and and I'm hoping to start doing this by having these targeted campaigns um, for local government and also for supermarkets. Um, and I want to emphasize that this is a national campaign. I have no idea how widely listened to 3CR is. Oh, but I'm
1: sure this particular show goes very far and wide. I am sure.
0: <laughs> so anyone who's living not in Melbourne who is listening, this is a national campaign. Um, we're going off the back of the success of the War on Waste documentary, which has populated little groups all over the country. Um, so I'm in contact with little groups in, in Geraldton, WA and in um, uh, Red Cliff, Redcliffe downs queensland and you know there's just lots and lots and lots of little groups um who are really keen to see this kind of systemic change happening
1: for sure um i want to go back to that point you were making about sounding like climate change i mean i can hear it echoing in my head now the Mm -hmm. whole change the light globes Mm -hmm. um and then um you know i think for a lot of people had that watershed moment with uh naomi klein's book uh and I can't even remember what it's called now. <laughs> uh, this Changes
0: Everything. This
1: Changes Everything. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So to change, you know, to stop climate change, we need yeah. to change everything. And, you know, and that that mm. kind of mentality of understanding it as a systemic issue rather than yeah. um, a personal behavior change yeah. issue is really important. And it feels like the plastic other the waste and consumption stuff is kind of getting to that point now.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. I won't even go into food, but like, like... It- The waste and consumption stuff has a direct impact on climate change issues as well. So basically, if people care about climate change, if people care about people and the world we're going to live in, then waste and consumption is definitely something that you're going to want to look into and care about supporting.
1: Mm, Yeah, for sure. Um, I want to go a little bit into what does a collective look like at the moment? I mean, you say it's a national campaign. So if I was listening in, say... uh, via 3cr.org.au on the um, the streaming, live streaming around the country. How where, where can I go to find out some more information about the national campaign? Sure.
0: Well, the first place I'll direct you to, <clears throat> because the uh, Walk This Way fundraiser is uh, launching the Waste and Consumption Campaign, mm. you can go to walkthisway.org. Um, And there is a Waste and Consumption Collective donation spot. And so you're very welcome to connect to us there. Um, And I am going to be calling everyone who donates uh, after the fact to thank you and to welcome you into the collective and invite you to participate in however you want. So that's one way. Um, Another way is we are on Facebook uh, as F-O-E, as in FO, Waste and Consumption Campaign. That's a group. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're also on Instagram uh, as foe, F O E, underscore waste campaign. So those are three ways that you can get immediately involved. But in terms of collective meetings, Like, I want to emphasize that I'm working with a lot of people that can't make it to meetings Mm. for one reason or another. And that's fine. Like, I'm a big believer in bringing people in to help me with strategy or communications or event planning. Or like I said, we're going to be having this campaign be national. So there's lots of scope for people just being involved in your local community. Um, But uh, collective meetings happen both face to face. And they also happen online. Um, So if you're not living close to Melbourne or if your schedule does not allow you to get into Friends of the Earth for whatever reason, you have lots and lots of options for participating.
1: For sure. And it's really important to stand up and get involved, especially when it comes to this... Uh, systemic work, and I hate to to labour the, uh, the 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 continued metaphor, but um, you know, to change everything, we need everyone yeah. um, to get on board and really get involved in it. So, if you are looking for more details, you can check out the sites that uh, Neen mentioned, and I'm going to put links up to all of those on the 3CR Dirt Radio page, and of course, as always, check out the Friends of the Earth Melbourne facebook page so you can check that out at facebook.com forward slash faux melbourne um we will today uh when the podcast comes up either today or tomorrow morning we'll put out that and we'll put a link to um get involved in that public group the faux waste and consumption group as well because it is going to be exciting um of course sign up for walk this way as well and we'll have links to that in the 3cr dirt radio page um Aneem, I want to thank you so much for coming in.
0: Thank you so much for having me. A
1: uh, wonderful wealth of knowledge, um, some great stats as well, which uh, always keeps me happy, but um, it's really exciting. I went along to a Waste and Consumption Collective meeting a few weeks back and the people were inspiring, amazing, and really ready to start acting. So, it's a great opportunity to step into the space um, and get involved in this really, 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 really important work. Thanks so much, Anine. We'll be back in just a moment. Hello, this is Dan Salton and you're listening to 3CR Blackfellow Radio, Melbourne. So, you're back on Dirt Radio with Phil Evans. We're just about out of time. Um, We had a great show chatting with Anine Cummins, who is the uh, Friends of the Earth Waste and Consumption Collective coordinator. Of course, um, we'll put up links to all of those fantastic things that we heard about through the interview and how you can get involved. And also, of course, don't forget Walk This Way. WalkThisWay.org.au. Sign up, get involved, get some sponsors. For now, I think we're going to finish up and listen to a bit of local uh, Punk Heroes cable ties. This is called Say What You Mean.